You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Airing on OffTheHookSports.com, your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off The Hook Podcast at OffTheHookSports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off The Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. Well, let's just say that was a lot over the weekend, and then it carried into Monday, Tennessee, commits, 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 and they get a fantastic haul over the weekend. And when you look back over what they've done in July, it's been nothing short of extraordinary. A couple of misses, but that's to be expected in recruiting. But for the most part, I think you'd give it a, an A, or you know, an A-plus if they had Francis Maui-Goa. Um, but an A... You will take an A. You're talking about a team who finished 22nd in recruiting last year. So I remind you to like and subscribe this video. We're with you each and every day with Amanda LaFrada and Ethan Stone. I'm Dave Hooker. Like and subscribe will show up on your feed more often. You'll get all type of Tennessee and SEC content. Amanda, how are you this morning? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well. Uh, you're looking lovely. You're just up and at them and perky and just ready to roll. Uh, yeah. I woke up early, so that's oh, good. That is yeah. good. I woke up I at five and said, you know, this looks a little early, and I went back to bed. Ethan, uh, pardon his um, empty shelves behind him, because he is moving. So that's that's why you have empty shelves. It's not that he's, he's poor and doesn't have anything to put on his shelves. But, Ethan, how he's are you? He's not giving up sports. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> giving up I'm not giving up sports. I'm I'm just very tired and moving at the moment, so it's going to look terrible behind me for the uh, uh the coming days. But it's just something this, we're going to have to live this, with. This is about moving time for me, Amanda. As a uh, wife, I'm sure you could appreciate this. So um, three times in a row when we moved, I accidentally my wife is at work. I accidentally scheduled it during SEC media days, so she had to handle all of it. Is that your bad wife is a what? She she's at work. Yeah, so she oh, can't at hear work. Me. I thought you said she's so, a yeah. bird. I was yeah, like, she's what? a bird. So she she yeah. So she um, she had to handle the move three times in a row as I scheduled it during SEC media days when I was in Birmingham, which is now in Atlanta, where we'll be next week. That was not accidental. Don't lie. That was not accidental not, at all. No, that you did that straight up on purpose. Do not even such Ethan's a young, good, altruistic guy. There are all kinds of things you could learn from me when it comes to dealing with women. Don't do anything. Yeah. Okay. Do <laughs> Maybe Ethan's better off not learning. Okay, so yes. Uh, a list of top quarterbacks that I did want to go through on the program today and where should Hendon Hooker rank, given the fact that he's in a quarterback-friendly offense, given the fact that yeah, you know, he, he – if you look at the, the entire class of the SEC in terms of quarterbacks, I think it's down as a whole. I mean, there were times where you had Mannings walking in SEC media days. Now you got the Bryce Youngs and the 
hookers of the world. I, and Tebow's. Amanda rolls her eyes. But, but no, there, there, was def- there was definitely a different time. Let's put it that Is that way. a Manning? Yeah, that's, a, that's Peyton calling me to say, what in, what in the world are you doing talking about me? Sorry for phone yeah. disturbance. Um, but as a whole, I think we would agree before we get to some headlines of the day. I think we would agree the quarterback play is going to be down this year, which usually means it's up the next year. At the top, it's good with Hooker and Young. After that, it gets kind of sketchy. I don't – I mean, I don't know. You never know because it's, it's one of these – where they do this way too early, you know, listings and rankings and all this other stuff. And we haven't seen anybody this season take the field. Like we haven't seen not a single, a single quarterback out there yet. I think you have to see at least one or two games before you can even start to make that, you know, rankings, except for obviously you have Bryce Young and I'm not, you know, obviously like Alabama, but you have a Heisman winner returning. I think it's we can go ahead and put him at the top of the list. And Hendon Hooker's uh, like very talented, so number two is okay. But after that, it's it's a every man for himself. I'll add one. Uh, KJ Jefferson, I would put in that category as well at the top with Hooker and Young, below Hooker and Young, but but still up there. I think people would add Will Levis, but I disagree. I I. I don't really understand the Will Levis talk. And then obviously Spencer Rattler, we just saw something about him. I think he'll be good for South Carolina. I don't know. He wasn't great for Oklahoma at the start of the year last season. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, benched. Um, I think that I'm not as high on, on Jefferson maybe as you. Just sub- I like consistency. But, I mean, if he, if, Jefferson. I mean, if he cleans that up, then, yes, you're talking about a guy who's in that upper trio of quarterbacks in the SEC. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do in Florida. I mean, they've certainly got a new coach there, but Anthony Richardson is another guy a little bit like K.J. Jefferson that has shown me, not not as a player, but has shown me some flashes, but I don't think it's been consistently good. So those guys would would be the two that I would say would make the step. So if we wanted to say Hooker, Young, established, and then could very well take a step, I would – probably have well no i would i would have richardson and jefferson in that next step after that i would actually have spencer rattler in that next group that could take a step because i think he's really talented even though he didn't play well last year i'm i'm gonna agree with you there i think i think rattler has the potential to be very very good it kind of matters what beamer does with him i guess like how how is he going to work in that system how is the transition from oklahoma to south carolina going to work and like you said, the potential is definitely there. You can see it happening. It's just you, you got to put it to the field first, and uh, that remains to be seen. Agreed. Headlines today brought to you by City Heat and Air. For over 50 years, City Heating and Air Conditioning has provided East Tennesseans with honest, dependable heating and cooling service. That's since 1961. City Heating and Air Conditioning. They're not about the gimmicks and the $29 service calls. They're about integrity. They're about taking care of your HVAC unit, making sure that you are warm or cool, whichever the case may be. Cityheatandair.com. Okay, so this report coming from Saturday down south, and I don't know exactly how how strong this is. I, I, I question it a little bit, to be honest with you, but... The, the SEC not looking to expand past 16 teams when they bring in Texas and Oklahoma. Guys, yeah, Amanda's clapping. She doesn't want the super conferences. She doesn't want the mega conference. I, I think it's nope. unavoidable, but why are you so against it, Amanda? Because it kills the smaller teams. I mean, well, it does. It murders the smaller teams. It, it gives, you know, less – uh, opportunities for people and you know who who've worked their whole lives to to become you know football players. I mean, if you look at the NFL, a lot of the smaller teams have at least a guy in there, maybe two. Some of your favorite players came from a smaller universities. This mega conference would completely knock those out. I mean, they would they would be gone. And I don't think that's fair. Like, I just think that we need the smaller teams. And if we make the mega conferences, then we're going to lose that. If you want to get on board, post your comments via tweet or Facebook. We'll have 
uh, a special prize for the first poster of the day each and every day. So we'll run you down via the social media. So go ahead and get on board and we'll get to your comments here uh, momentarily as, again, we're on Facebook, we're on the Twitter, we're on the YouTube, we're on all the fun stuff. So uh, get on board now, but definitely want your comments and your thoughts as we roll on live streaming. Uh, from 9 to 10 each and every day. That's something we had been doing in a recorded form. So now we're live. And we've got a neat little, uh, uh, what they call it, uh, they call it an app, I think is what they call it. Amanda, is that is that right? The the app things that you get on the, the World Wide Interweb? Is that um, right? That would, be, that would be correct. You get okay. it in the App Store? Yes, you will soon get it in the App Store. So it's it's a matter of time. And we will be, uh, uh, our volume will be full applitude. Nope. 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 <laughs> Save those for Friday. It was worth a shot. Friday. Terrible. It, was, it was definitely worth a shot. So stay at 16 teams. All right. So I'm going to do the same thing that I did when the expansion came via the Big Ten, adding Southern Cal and adding UCLA. I'm going to start with Commissioner Ethan, and then I'm going to go to Commissioner Amanda, and then Commissioner Dave. So, Commissioner Ethan, uh, you are the, I don't know if you're the commissioner or the president of the NCAA, whatever you are. I, I, okay, let's just say SEC. Um, <laughs> so, you're the commissioner of the SEC. Are you adding teams? Which teams are you adding or are you standing pat? And I think this could develop into our poll question. I wait at this moment and just kind of get a gauge for what everyone else is doing. If anyone else adds any more and you definitely see that we're heading for super conference territory, you got to keep up with the times at that point. Now, I, I don't want to by any means because I'm kind of with Amanda. I think it's dumb. I think most people think it's dumb, but it's just the reality of the situation we're living with right now. I try and get Florida State, Clemson, <laughs> those guys. I, I think that so you are expanding. Yeah, I mean, if it's it's something that's inevitable at this point. Someone else is going to. The Big Ten is going to add someone else. Uh, I mean, the ACC is going to be looking to make moves, and it, you just got to come out on top. So you take from the ACC. You take the teams that obviously want to go to the SEC. Miami, Miami, I don't know, Miami, Florida State, Clemson, teams like that, they want to be SEC teams, I feel like. So I feel like it's just a sign of the times, and it's it's happening anyway. And and like Mitchell just said, uh, uh, it's about the money. Uh, and if if it means more money for the SEC, then they're gonna do it. And if I was the SEC uh, CEO, president, uh, whatever you want to say there, uh, I'd like to make more money, and that's how you do it. I mean, that's, that's how these guys think. That's how these yeah, guys think. And if yeah, if I was right. one of those, that is how I would think. And so I would say, okay, more money, Clemson. Miami, yeah. Florida State, fill in the blank. Well, I have my, my thoughts, and my, mine are different from anybody else that I've seen publicly. So I don't I don't know how this will fly. But let me go to Commissioner Amanda first. So Commissioner Amanda, right now, the SEC, according to Saturday Down South, will not add additional teams after Texas and Oklahoma. Your thoughts are? Great. Keep it. Keep it the way it is. As the SEC, you set the tone. Notice no one was making big moves until Texas and Oklahoma. And then once that was, once the SEC went out for them, then it was panic time everywhere. You know, we got to do this. We've got to move here. The SEC is going to be a mega conference. We've got to be, the Big Ten's got to be a mega, a mega conference. <clears throat> I would stick to what you have now, set the tone. Don't let anybody else change because people are going to follow what you do. Let these conferences stand. Keep the smaller teams. You'll If you're the SEC, you're going to be in the playoffs every year. If not one team, it's going to be two. Don't make it harder for yourselves. The Big Ten, let them rack up as many teams as they want to and fight each other out. And hopefully one comes out unscathed and makes it to the playoffs. But as the SEC, stay where you are. You're king for the – for a reason, remain the king. Don't panic and go and get other players or go and get other teams just because you feel pressured. Stay in your throne. You, you, you know what's funny is that they don't have to do anything. I mean, the SEC is exactly. in the throne. They, they are the king. They don't. There's no pressure to do anything. I think the Big Ten, there was pressure 
because the SEC was at the forefront of the conferences by far in the nation. But the SEC can sit back and wait. I mean, they don't have to put together some television contract that includes Chicago or L.A. or anything like uh, the Big Ten. The Big Ten has a totally different business philosophy. It's build those television networks, bring in more money and feed it to the individual teams. And then therefore, those individual teams are better week to week in football and every other sport. Uh, the SEC is different. They, they've got some regional integrity. And when they added every single team that we might talk about, if you want to go back to Texas A&M, Missouri, if you want to go way back to South Carolina and Arkansas, those were all teams that made sense. Those were all teams not to get in a TV market. Those were teams that had regional integrity that the SEC went after. Did they have to have them? Did they need them? No. I mean, the SEC could still be standing at 12 teams, which what they were in 92, and they'd be just fine. I mean, now somebody else would have picked up South Carolinas and Arkansas and the, the, those Texas A&Ms, and somebody would have picked them up, uh, but the SEC would still be rocking at 12 teams, my opinion. I agree with that. They they would. They don't need – let the Big Ten flail. Like, this is, this is what it looks like. The Big Ten looks like somebody's ex, you know, where the – where they have a new girlfriend and they're just acting crazy doing whatever they can to, to remain relevant. Like let them take USC and UCLA. They look stupid doing it. Even, you know, CBS sports put out that, that meme of the little like monkey puppet, just kind of looking around because it's so awkward. It, it makes no monkey puppet. Yes. If you zoom in on the, put in the new map, <laughs> You zoom in, it's the it's the like puppet that's a monkey and he's just like the very like looking around like does anybody else see this? Like this is insane. Yeah. Interesting. I haven't seen the monkey puppet. I will check that out. Um speaking of I don't know what we were really uh, speaking of at the time except for a monkey puppet or marriages or what got me thinking about this. But marriages. Yeah, the um so we, we do want to get into what's officially a cougar. Uh, thanks to <laughs> thanks to uh, Zach Wilson, who that's that's a very sordid tell that we'll get into. And Amanda's excited about it. So we'll get Makes to me that. Laugh. Well, OK, so I, I, I don't know where I'm not. Our site will never be a wag site. So that's <laughs> wives and girlfriends. OK, I, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wags. Know, I, it's yeah. wags, wives, wives and girlfriends in sports. Okay, wives and girlfriends and whatever. So I mean, that's I mean, if you want to look at the pretty ladies there on your interweb, go for it. But that's not exactly my thing. Yes, it is. But um, the thing is, I don't understand why it matters if they're dating an athlete. Why does that make them any more appealing to our society that they're dating an athlete? Just because they're I don't really think attractive. It does. I think it's just because they're really attractive. The the athlete just puts them in the in the limelight because the athlete's in the limelight. I don't think it matters if they're dating an athlete. I think it's, hey, this girl's dating an athlete. Oh, she's really hot. Like you don't care that she's dating an athlete. That's just how she gets her exposure. So you think these women are actually contrived in their relationships? Is that what you're telling me? I'm not. I plead the fifth. I I neither. I do not say one way or the other. They can do what they would like to do. Okay. So by definition, what is a cougar? And explain the Zach Wilson thing, if you can, quickly, um, uh, Amanda. So Zach Wilson broke oh, up with his great. girlfriend and then dated her mom's best friend or something like that. So, <laughs> I saw the Zach Wilson stuff happening and I was like, what does this mean? So I had to look And for those that it. don't know, he is he is the New York Jets quarterback. Right. Okay. So I looked it up, like what's going on here? And I read the whole story and apparently him and his girlfriend broke up. She started dating his roommate and oh. like the friend or whatever. He wrote some romantic post. He doesn't show her face in it, but it looks just like her 
like her back, her hair, whatever. And then when people started trolling her for dating the roommate or the best friend, she came back with, well, I wouldn't be dating him if Zach Wilson didn't sleep with his mom's best friend. Oh. And it was a lot. And the internet was, it was a lot. Of course, people started screenshotting it. And then she ended up like taking her completely what disabling or whatever her account just taking it down completely and then the best friends uh the roommate of zach wilson and ex-best friend made his post about her private so no one else could comment because apparently people were just ripping them left and right but she put that out there she put and it it went way bigger than it was so she was full bore uh Somebody was full bore cougar. Who was full bore cougar? The The mom's best friend apparently was the cougar in the situation that Zach Wilson went. And a cougar is a cougar is a uh, a slightly older female, which you don't fit that demo demo because you're like 24. But it's a slightly older demo that likes to prey upon young men like Ethan, who is 22. Yeah. It's not slightly <laughs> older. They have to be substantially older. I'm talking 10 plus years older. Oh, well, I've been there. Or maybe 15 I've been, even. I, I mean, I've been, well, I've been cougarized before. I've had an older lady who <laughs> oh showed interest gosh. in me. No, I was uh, Ethan's. I was a little older than Ethan. I was about 24. And uh, there was this lady who worked at the radio station. She worked in sales. She said, would you like to go to lunch? I said, sure, I'm hungry. Not thinking anything of it. Still with my wife, uh, or I was we weren't married at the time, but I'm still with her to this day. I'm very happy. And suddenly, um, let's just say on the ride to uh, on the ride to Buddy's Barbecue, there was a proposal made, and it did All not involve right. it did not involve. I'm not proud of it, Ethan. It did not involve lunch. And she was probably forty, early forties. I was twenty four. It did. It did not involve lunch at Buddy's. It involved. Uh, launch at uh, that's okay. Residence. She so shot what, her shot. That's fine. Shoot your shot, girl. Shoot your. Shot. <laughs> okay. So what? So cougar wise, what? What are the? What are the numbers we need to be mindful of? Where? When are you officially a cougar? How many years older do you need to be? I think fifteen is a good. Uh, fifteen. Mark. <laughs> I'd yeah. say that's about right. Yeah. Fifteen to twenty. I would say 10, but I know people who, like a friend of mine, she's 10 years older than her husband, and they're perfectly fine. Like, they, they I don't feel like she's a cougar at all. They go well together. <laughs> but I say, like, 15 to 20, and you're, yeah. You're Are we sure this Zach Wilson stuff isn't just, like, a lie? Because I was thinking that be. while you were saying it. Because it sounds like it, just a lie, to be totally honest be. with you. It could be a rumor. I mean, it's it, a rumor, definitely. It, it but... sounds like there's one source, and it's his ex-girlfriend, who's probably yes. not very happy at the moment. So, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> well, he's right. It's just a rumor. Ethan will know this. There was a player, he had a lot, a lot of tattoos. Played for, I believe, the Cavs? Delonte West. Delonte West. Yes! I remember it. He Supposedly, LeBron James' mom. Yes, LeBron James' mom <laughs> so was the cougar. Yes. That's okay. You know, one of the most yeah. interesting theories in sports. It doesn't really have anything to do with us, but like conspiracy <laughs> theories is that um, Michael Jordan is Jimmy Butler's father. Have you ever seen that? Uh, it actually makes a. It's it's not true, but it actually makes a lot of sense. Like he was in Dallas, where Jimmy Butler was born, like right around when he would have been born, and Jimmy Butler's father had to leave because they thought it would like damage his reputation. It's crazy if you look it up. I don't think it's real, but you should, I haven't heard you that. But I... you should you should do some research on it. It's actually very. It, I, it's it, there's zero chance it's possible, but it's very interesting to think about. Well, I haven't heard that one, but I've I've heard the that Michael Jordan has a daughter in Knoxville. I think we've all heard that at this point. And where I was with an organization that was very close to reporting that at the time. And um, yeah, so the, the debate was within the newsroom, is that news? And I argued, no. I mean, the, the girl was 18. So technically, legally, you could have reported it. But, yeah, but it I just didn't feel... Thing. 
Yeah, it didn't no. feel right to me. I don't care who. Don't bring her baby her daddy stuff is. Into it. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't bring her stuff into it. But I do you remember? Do you remember the old Michaels, Amanda? Do you remember the old Michaels? No, you're too young for that. Okay, yeah, that was where uh, people like in their forties would go to meet other people. It became air quotes meet. So uh, that's supposedly where Michael Jordan and this lady met, and they decided to go as part of the dream team. He took her with him to Barcelona. That's awkward, but I will. But I know that back. part's true. I don't know that she was actually carrying that's his fine. child. The Zach Wilson thing, though, it did. If the girl, <laughs> I'm just saying, the girlfriend, if she was wanting to like put that out there and make everybody go, oh my gosh. It blew up way too much, and people are actually on the Zach Wilson side of things. Where... How do girls, how do women handle yeah. this before we get to the top universities in the SEC? How do women handle this? Do, do they, they call each other out? They say, you cougar, you? Or is it like, a, hey, way to go? <laughs> because uh, a couple of 40-year-old guys, if one's dating somebody in their 20s, like, hey, nuts. Good job. We just mind our own business. Like, it's just All like right. a, one of those things, like, all right, you, if you shot your shot and you, and you got it, girl, go on then. But like, it, we don't care one way or the other, as long as have it's not our your, son. Yeah. Have you ever had your kids. cougar targets on anybody? My cougar targets? <laughs> I don't have cougar way too much. <laughs> yeah. I don't no. have cougar targets, but. Too close for uh, missiles. I'm going to guns, goose. My husband it. is younger. Got this twenty-two-year-old in my sights. Yeah, maybe you are a cougar. Your husband's younger than you. He's like a year, a little over a year younger than me. So right. I guess that I technically am a, not really, but yeah. Okay, good, good. Amanda, not a cougar. And it's time for our poll question, brought to you by Zul Beer Company, a panoramic view right there in downtown, and fantastic beer. You will love it. All right, poll question. Here's what I'm thinking, Ethan. Tell me. Yeah, if you I, I, I don't have one, so it's just shoot away. Okay, cool. All <laughs> right, so here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking if you're the SEC, do you add more teams? Yay or nay? Just yeah. as simple as that. That's pretty simple. I mean, I think that one's clean cut. I have one. I think it's a good one. Amanda, what is it? It's um, how many years are you a cougar? We could do 10 plus. I'm not typing that out. 20 plus. (laughs) (laughs) I think 15 is a good round number. I think we've. I, I think we have got that down pat. That I think tw- some people would years. disagree. I think some people might think 20 plus. Some people might think just 10. I'm just saying, if you want the traction, it's how many years are you considered a cougar? If, you did, if you're if you a 40-year-old guy and you date a 25-year-old girl, you're looked upon as some sort of sleazebag. But if you're a 40-year-old sugar daddy. woman... Sugar daddy. But sugar if you're daddy. a 40-year-old woman... And you date a twenty-five-year-old guy, then that's just a good friendly cougar, like that was in Talladega Nights. I think there's some. Okay, first of all, it's not the same thing, but I think there are some people that would see that as the opposite. All right, tell us about Soul Beer Company. What's going on there? They have award-winning beers, globally award-winning beers. They are awesome. Yes. Uh, they have, at the moment, Rhymes Like Dimes, which is the one that won the Gold Cup in the World Beer Cup um, this past year. Um, they also have a Bridge Burgers every Friday and Saturday, lunchtime, come down. They have Smash Burgers. They're the best things ever. I try to avoid working on those days just because <laughs> I don't I don't want to consume that burger because it is so good. And I will eat like two and it's just not great for my waistline. But they're very good. So for like a treat one day, come down, drink a beer, have a burger, go back to work. Can't beat that. All right, the poll is up. We'll see where that goes. Also, this day in sports history is a classic, almost too easy that I picked. Um, But it kills disco, which is a good thing. Yeah. So we'll get to that. And then Heinz Field won't be Heinz Field anymore. So I want to look at the strangest names, stadium names in sports. And uh, also, so a ranking of schools, and I mean schools, not football programs, 
the actual schools coming up. And yes, that does get brought up in college football recruiting, not as often as immediate playing time, but it does. So we will discuss that back in two minutes off the hook sports like and subscribe, please. Gary Viles here. I want to personally invite you to North Knoxville's newest sports bar and restaurant. It's Big Orange Phillies, located in Black Oak Center. And yes, folks, it's happening in halls. Big Orange Phillies offers family-friendly environment with homemade meals and the best deli-style subs around. Billiards, darts, jukebox, shuffleboard, and cornhole, and a full bar. We also offer valet parking on weekends and during special events. We even have a covered back patio. It's happening at Big Orange Phillies. We want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Dare to compare. This is Al's Desk Barbecue Supply, so come on in and see all the different rubs and sauces we have, plus a complete line of Green Mountain Grills. Don't be overwhelmed, we have plenty of help so you can produce the best barbecue and amaze your family and friends. Barbecue is America's food, and we'll do what we can to bring you all the best products. We're Al's Nest Barbecue, but Chattanooga goes to grill. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get to Vasti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasti, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vasti's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vasti Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Welcome back, Amanda is a cougar. We have gone ahead and figured that out. Um, Not a cougar. How much older are you than your husband? A year. Oh. Like a year and a couple months. That does not what? a cougar make. Okay. That sounds better when when like let's just go ahead and say 15, make you a cougar. I feel like that should be a cold question. I think that that is People have differing opinions on what's a cougar and what's not. We'll do it tomorrow. Fair enough. We'll do it tomorrow. Um, Thank you. Let's go to the comments. Comments uh, today brought to you by the Mattress Place 22 years on Chapman Highway. Marine Corps veteran owned. They're awesome. And boy, when you go down to Steve at the Mattress Place, you're going to know first and foremost that you're going to get great service and a great selection. But also the ratings on the Better Business Bureau are all A+. He's accredited over 225 five-star reviews on Google. They've got it all, and it's 30 to 70% off every day. That's no gimmicks, 30 to 70% off every day. All right, so we got comments on Zach Wilson, uh, Mrs. Cougar. Who would that what, – what are we hearing from Zach Wilson, who so. like to have relationships with his – I, roommate's it's, mom? No, it's supposed to be his mom's best friend. Oh, so, well, that yeah, that couldn't that couldn't be uncomfortable at all. No, not family reunion time. Or, how you know, old is how old is Zach? How old is Zach? Like twenty two. He's Ethan's age. Yeah, okay. I think he was so, in my class, and I think he also stayed all four years at BYU. So okay, so. So, Ethan, scale of one to ten, let's pretend you're single, okay? Scale of one to ten. No, don't fall for it, Ethan. No, 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 no. Yeah, scale I'm, I'm going to be how, very uh, careful about how, upset, how, how upset would your mom be if uh, you started dating one of her friends? Scale I mean, like at 17, at the very least, maybe pushing 18. <laughs> like, very upset. You're 22 right now, right? Yeah. This person's 37. I mean, if it was one of her friends, like awful. I mean, number one, I, I think she'd be upset if it wasn't one of her oh, friends. Oh, seventeen as far as Okay. Yeah. Seventeen. What are you? Yeah. You so settle on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> so that wouldn't go over well. Yeah, it would uh, not go over well. 
right. So what? Uh, <laughs> the flip side, see, it's okay for Amanda to be a cougar. No, it's not. I don't feel. I don't want to be a cougar. I don't think that. I just. I wouldn't have anything to talk about with this person. Like we would have nothing to talk about. Literally nothing. I have nothing in common with a twenty-two or whatever year old. Like I have nothing in common with anybody that's that age. It's sad that fifteen years would put me into almost. No, it would put me. I'm forty-eight, so to be a male cougar or a creepo in that particular instance, uh, the female would be like thirty-three. I don't see. I don't feel like that's inappropriate. I think after you get to a certain age. No, hear me out. Once you get to a certain age, I feel like in your 30s, it's free game. Like if you're 30 plus, it's free game. Date whoever you want to. Unless you're dating like a 78-year-old man, then that's awkward. But I'm saying 30s, it's free game after that. Nobody cares anymore. Um, But as far as Zach Wilson goes, Mitchell um, on Facebook Live, he is... (laughs) The Jets don't score very often. Let Zach have the win. Oh, it's fair. Nice. You know, they said. I do think the Jets are getting better. I will say that. I I genuinely think the Jets are getting better. Maybe they'll win uh, five games. (laughs) Ethan's trying to drop it back to sports. I was trying my best. Have been for five minutes. The Jets Jets had said that Zach Wilson has uh, matured in the offseason. Maybe they meant dating more matured women. Uh-oh. Well, you know, like, so maybe. Ke- Kevin, I apologize for just getting to you. I'm just figuring out this chat function when we live stream. Just ignorance on my part. But Kevin says Amanda looks hot, which is nice. And uh, I don't think he did. Yeah, he did. And Kevin says, hello, Hooker. Mitchell says, uh, Rattler, cough, cough. I guess yeah, it was when, yeah, like when, we were talking, when we were talking about SEC yeah. quarterbacks. And then with the poll question today, which we'll see how it shapes up, it's really all about the money. And it's that is uh, what Mitchell said. It's all about the money. And there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, if if you tell the SEC, even though we like the sanctity of regional bias, if you told them they could add Oregon and Washington, as crazy as that sounds, and it would double their budget, does anybody think they wouldn't do it? I think they do it, but I also don't think that would ever double their budget. They don't need no. Oregon and Washington, though. They would I get think someone would, better. I know. I'm they just talking about better. Like if right, they I were the only options, maybe I don't know. I that's a little yeah. that's a little far. I don't even think they would do. Actually, you know what? I don't think they would do that just because of how it looks and how everybody looked at the Big Ten. Like, what are you doing? The logistics of that, and I mean, the Big Ten is different because they're desperate. SEC is desperate, and exactly the logistics of having Oregon and Washington go all the way across the country to play Florida. I mean, we we thought Piscataway to to Los Angeles was far. I think that is somehow even farther. (laughs) <laughs> from Florida to, to Washington or Oregon, fill in either of those. So I, I don't think they would do it. I don't think the SEC is desperate enough. Not right now, unless I, something happens in the next five years. I think it would be different if it was somebody like Florida State, Miami, Clemson, you yeah. know, Florida yeah. State, North Carolina, Duke. That would be a different – if that doubled their budget, then they would definitely add them. But I don't even think going – doing the Oregon-Washington, I don't – it's just too much. I'd go as far to say like Texas Tech, you know, a team like that. I feel like they would add them. They're kind of in the same region and the logistics wouldn't be as messed up. But like you got to get flights for all those guys and they're going to hate their lives going across like three or four different time zones. I don't know. I don't think Oregon and Washington, I mean, they'd do it because they want more money because as we've already discussed, it's all about the money. But I, I don't think it'd be the best move by any means. Well, I mean, no, I'm I'm not endorsing that move. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, if it meant that much more money, they would do it for anything. If they were desperate, yes, but I don't think they're desperate. No, I agree with that. All right, so uh, craft treats. Your pet is sometimes uh, desperate for a little bit of relief, be it the arthritis in its legs. My dog had trouble jumping up on the bed this morning. Almost cried. Literally, like I was emotional. 
Like I, le- I was going to get up at uh, 5 a.m. and instead I stayed in bed. Before dog- well, I've got to get him some of those craft treats because at craft treats, uh, they've got the CBD cannabinoids in there that'll take care of arthritis pain, also anxiety, such as car ride anxiety, such as uh, storm anxiety, fireworks and anxiety, all that good stuff. So definitely go to craft treats and uh, craft treats will take care of you. So a couple of schools where they stand in the updated rankings of national universities. So on the scale of one to 10, where do you think this ranks in college football recruiting, Ethan, for someone to say, hey, uh, we're Vanderbilt. We rank 14th in the nation and number one in the SEC and overall universities. It really, really depends on the person. So it's a little hard to answer that. I would say not much for the average football player. I would say not much. I mean, you know, like maybe a school Florida, but still up there, still attractive. That might be a little bit of leeway, but like no one would put Vanderbilt over Alabama because the athletics. Yeah, I, I, I think that's true. And I think you look particularly like Josh Jobs. Um, he looked at aeronautical engineering I think you look at specific schools, so I don't think the overall ranking is that much of a factor. But just for the sake of argument, Vanderbilt is number 14 in the nation. Florida is number 28. Georgia is number 48. Texas A&M is number 68. Auburn is 99, which is fifth best in the SEC. Does that surprise anybody? Engineering, no. Yeah, engineering school. By the way, uh, it's not Cougar-related, but relationship-related. If you're um, a really uh, ugly guy and you want to pick up a really hot girl, go to Auburn. It is astounding when you walk around that campus, the number of incredibly good looking. Seriously, I'm not Ethan. I'm not kidding. I've been to every campus. I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) You're right. No, you're fine. But it is astounding. Keep bringing in those points, Ethan. Yeah. It is. It is astounding. Absolutely astounding. The good-looking females that will be with a total schlub. And I, I, it got to the point where I asked somebody in the sports information department because I, I was with my wife, so maybe they thought he was, she's with a schlub. But anyway. So we were walking to the press box and it got to the point where I had to ask. And they said, yep, there's a lot of women that just uh, a lot of young ladies, I should say, that just come here to find their engineering uh, future and their financial future. And they're good to go. That they if go there wanna, to get they go. They, they major in getting married. If you're an ugly guy, just find something to make a lot of money and you'll be good. Like I think make that's what, laugh Yeah. And and. Yeah, Auburn probably because they get engineers down there. But make her laugh and then also get, you know, get a lot of money somewhere. Rob a bank? I don't know. Just make money. Yeah, just make money. Well, I'm glad we didn't reinforce that stereotype. All right, so Tennessee comes in that women are just in it for the money. No, not all women are. Not all women are in it for money. But biologically speaking, it's a security thing, just like men are in it for looks, because biologically speaking, a man is attracted to somebody that looks like they can give birth to children. Just FYI. Okay. So how does that tie into your cougaring? Okay. So Tennessee at 103, um, which puts them at 123, the sixth best school in the SEC. South Carolina at 117, Mizzou at 122, Kentucky at 127, Alabama at 148. Ole Miss tied at 148. I was going to say, how are you tied? How do they? (laughs) I I saw that too. Ole Miss and Alabama are tied. I don't know how you tied. But for the sake of now, okay, so anybody, I could have told you this. Anybody want to guess who's last in the SEC? Because I left two schools available. Who is last in the SEC in academic integrity? And I could have told you this before I ever saw this. I also list. could have told you this before I saw this. <laughs> LSU. Close. LSU's next to last. Mississippi State. Yeah. Mississippi State. Yeah. Yes. Where you get the cowbell degree at Mississippi State. So that is... Look. I was what? under the impression that Alabama had a better academic reputation than I was they too. Did. 
I, yeah, I thought I thought I Alabama think... was like one of the top in the SEC, so I'm a little confused as to that ranking. I could be wrong. I, I thought Alabama was a legitimate university that like very smart people go to, but I thought I... they were higher number one forty eight. I would. I did too. I, I did too. Yeah. I went to Alabama and I went to Tennessee. Graduated from Tennessee. I had a much more difficult time academically at Alabama than I did at Tennessee. I'm just letting you know. It was much harder at Alabama than it was at Tennessee. I think like I Tennessee – sorry, I was about to say, I think Tennessee is high because their law and business programs are, like, close to top there. in the nation. Like, at least law for a non-private university. I think yeah, Alabama's and, law programs up there too, though. I think. I yeah, think but business doing. is like for Tennessee. I think it's like top ten or five in the nation for, for yeah, it's architecture. Tennessee. It's it's yeah. very yeah architecture. Right. I think engineering's no slouch either. But yeah, but it's it's a good university. Better, it's it's engineering is very good. They have the Haslam uh, department, mm-hmm. which um, is part of your your master's in business. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's funded, off, which is hilarious. Uh, yeah, that that's funded off stealing money from minority <laughs> convenience store owners. But that's <laughs> yeah. just a fact. That's <laughs> so. really funny, actually. So, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that is um, that's why we have a Haslam business department. So that's that's nice. That's Georgia that, that is nice. I'll, I'll say this much. I There's one other school in the SEC that I thought about going to, and it was Georgia, because their journalism department is, like, fantastic. Um, I didn't know that about their yeah. journalism department. They have a very, very good journalism program. I do know a lot Mizzou of people does as well. have been successful there. I know a gentleman named Mark Schlebaugh, who we'll get to see next week at SEC Media Days, and uh, before a game, his dog, he lived close to campus. He was with a student newspaper, and his dog ran out on the field at Sanford Stadium and halted the game. <laughs> Literally. Hey. I'm not, you can Google that. I'm not making – so That's he's amazing. sitting there. He's in the press box, and he goes, oh, no. I didn't close the gate. That's my dog running around the field. So he had a – he actually got cited for a misdemeanor for oh not controlling gosh. your bet. But you've got – but there's a classic call of Larry Munson, who's the John Ward of Georgia. He's on, and the dog's just running around the field. It's going in circles. Look at that dog. I mean, what the a irony dog. being the bulldog. Yeah, and the irony, the irony is yeah. it's the bulldog. How did Ugga uh, respond? Is my question. Um, Ugga's so incredibly inbred that I don't think it functions. Um, oh have my. you seen him try to bite the Auburn player? I've seen that That's right great. in the uh, special spot, but I've That's also seen I've also seen Uga just lay there with complete complete disdain for life around him. <laughs> he just he looks yeah. like he is They're miserable. So sad. And yeah, he, he does look. He looks like he's on on the doorstep of death at all times. Well, yeah, even, <laughs> even even through eight Uggas, I've yeah. been around through probably three or four. And they all look like, even when they were like two, they were on the verge of death. Yeah. So they're very inbred. Um, Owl's Nest is the place to go for any of your barbecue needs, be it wooden pellets, be it, or I should say wooden, uh, wooden chips or the pellets that are fantastic. They've got the awesome, awesome, awesome grills. The Green Mountain grills are fantastic. So check them out. And then right next door is uh, Steve Race. Uh, midnight oil and he can take care of your car he takes care of mine so i highly endorse him right there in Ottawa. so yeah i mean that uh that that really happened you guys can google that we can we can talk about that and uh next week the so i'll go to you uh amanda who's monitoring our uh, chatterboards is the chat boards or chatterboards i think it's chatterboards. whatever floats your boat chatterboards. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so, we're on the tweeter yeah, we're on the we're on the Twitter. All right, so let me know, let me know the comments we got. Um, your thoughts on Amanda potentially? Well, she can't be a cougar now; she's happily married. But yeah, I'm a uh, do cougar you anyway? Okay. <laughs> okay. How about this? So let, let's get a reset on the poll question. But first, if you want to comment on the youngest person that you've ever dated, then feel free. The age difference. 
age difference. We should have made not, the teacher thing. The not youngest. Person. If you say youngest person, you're getting into kind of pedophile territory, and we don't want to do that. But let's say age difference, minimum 18, biggest age difference. See, I'm not, I've been with the same person since I was 19 years old, so I'm not really eligible. But Mine's 11. 11? <laughs> no, I was younger. I was 11 years younger. No, oh, you were 11 years younger. Yes. So the biggest age difference, you asked the biggest age difference, mine's 11. Yes. All right. Biggest age difference. Reset the poll question, Ethan. Where are you? You actually age? want me to do that? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was no, to say, I'm no, not leading no, the one we have. <laughs> when I say reset the poll question, I just mean give me, give me some results of the poll question. Sorry. Oh, okay. Let me. Um, boo, 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 boo. I think the last 11. time I saw it, it was a no. Yeah, yeah, 67%. 67% say no. Don't expand. I think you're missing out. I think there's some fun to expansion. Uh, 11 years. Well, Ethan Jung, so he wouldn't he wouldn't qualify as well. And he's getting right? married. Leave him alone. Yeah, I'm just completely leaving him alone. So, all right, what are we hearing on the, the Twitter and the Facebook about Zach Wilson or you? Apparently, you you have a, a growing fan base. I do not. Um, you do. You do. Well, Kevin says Amanda no. looks hot. I think she's no, a fan. he doesn't. He's a fan. Yes, he says no, Amanda he looks hot. I don't even know who that is. It's well, it's his last name's Duet, but I don't know if that's real. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. You look hot. Anyway. Go ahead. That's what Kevin says. I didn't say that. All right, so the SEC will always have the option to steal teams from other conferences should they desire. I think that's very accurate. I totally agree. I think you could call USC and UCLA and say, hey, how about the SEC instead? And they'd go, okay, let me make one quick phone call to the Big Ten. And we're going, I mean, am I wrong? No, I think I think you're right. But I think the SEC would never do that. But every for some reason, and I don't see the point, Everyone, we've talked about this before. Everyone wants to be in the SEC. Why? Like Texas, Oklahoma, why? Why do you want to be in the SEC? You can't even win. You know, Oklahoma can. Texas, you can't even win the Big 12. What are you doing? So you just want to come to the SEC and get beat every week instead of getting beat. What did you, what was the record last year? Five and seven? Uh, Yeah. I mean. What's the point? It's What's really point? tough to go sub 500 at Texas. We've talked about that before. I mean, it is yeah. really challenging. You yeah, have to set. Better lose to Kansas. <laughs> yeah, except for they did that. When you come to the SEC, it's going to be easy. Mitchell saying, I think it ruins the SEC by grabbing teams not in the Southeast. Mitchell, I 110% agree with you on that. I don't mind expansion. As a matter of fact, I'm for it. I've said it before. I would go North Carolina, Duke for basketball and that market. And then I would go Florida State and Clemson. That's what I would do, Mitchell. But I totally agree with you. Going out and gra- Texas A&M was a little much for me, quite frankly. I've learned to accept that. But they at the work. time. The Aggies totally work. It works. Yeah. It works. They're better than Mizzou. <laughs> yeah. Mizzou is still the one out of the group. If you want to say South Carolina, Arkansas, going way back, um, and add Texas, Oklahoma, uh, Mizzou's still the one that's just stupid and it's based off Makes the no market. Sense. Zero. Yep. Big Orange Phillies is a great place to go for lunch. You know, it's tough to get out for a long lunch. They're good at getting you quality food fast, something cold from the fridge, or order hot food from the counter. Fresh ingredients. Casual shouldn't mean stale, and that's not the case at Big Orange Phillies right there in downtown halls on Maynardville Pike. It's easy to find, so you can get there from North Knoxville or Maynardville Pike. Family-friendly darts, karaoke, the whole nine yards. You will love it there at Big Orange Phillies. So the the other thing that I did want to get to that I think that Tennessee fans and SEC fans should feel very fortunate about <clears throat> is that there is – tradition okay so the bottom line is um let's say danny white the athletic director of tennessee is not going to get mad at knoxville and say hey you are not going to fund this stadium so we're cruising and we're going to move to nashville 
So that's something that happens in the NFL. Okay, it doesn't happen in college, which is an obvious bonus. But one of the other things I really like about college that affects the NFL a lot is you don't see name changes a lot. I know Louisville went to the Papa John's stadium, and I ordered a Domino's pizza in the press box from there, by the way. But um, <laughs> don't roll your eyes. They only had pre- they only had pretzels for us. So I mean, what am I supposed to do? I was How are they the Papa John Stadium and they only have pretzels? It was a high school. Event. Was that their football stadium? Yes. Well, it was before the guy turned out to be racist. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know what it's. I don't know what it's called. I think it's called Shaq's Stadium. Shaq's Sha- Shaq stepped in and was the major investor when the interesting John guy was gone. But yeah, so one thing, one of the things I like, I like referring to Vaught Hemingway Stadium. I like referring to Neyland Stadium. I like referring to Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Well, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going from Heinz Field, which I always thought was a super cool nickname, right? Because or super cool corporate name because Heinz, yeah, catch up. It's from there. Now they're going to be Acrisure Stadium. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I have no idea. It's all about money. Yeah, Can no you idea. ever imagine Neyland Stadium becoming a uh, pilot oil stadium? Do you think that was ever I, even discussed? That's disgusting. I, hate I it. know, it's imagine. awful. I hate even thinking about that. That is so It makes awful. me feel dirty. Yeah, well, I could terrible. imagine it becoming either Heinz Stadium, just for the mustard, or Titleist. Could do either one. The golf balls or the mustard. You could oh. do either one. Oh, I got you. Uh, yeah, Golden's is actually a lot better. It's a better mustard. Well, Heinz still has a mustard. Best mustard is thinking. Speaking of mustard, why do you have? (laughs) If you're listening on podcast and you don't see this, so Ethan just reaches over and has a container of mustard. Now, yeah, there we go. French's there. There we go. Okay, so Ethan, (laughs) Ethan, Ethan has French's mustard next to him now. That might be normal if we no. tape this if we tape this in the evening, but it's a little stranger that it's morning time and there's no breakfast food associated with mustard. Oh no, you want to hear the story? I'm ready for the story. Is it heartburn okay. related? No, I hate mustard. Co- I I, co- I I don't eat is mustard. It, is it cougar related? Absolutely oh, not. God. It's okay. so um, obviously. It's it's staying on the shelf. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but Mitchell Tennessee and Ole Miss, uh, everyone knows what happened with Tennessee and Ole Miss with with the mustard bottles and and all that fun stuff. So I worked at the student newspaper of Tennessee, the Daily Beacon, and um, our sports editor and I. I was the assistant sports editor there, and we got gifted a piece of this French's mustard bottle because we wrote a story on the environmental impact of you know trash being left after uh, games not just all miss but like everywhere if you just walk around there's just trash sitting everywhere so we got with the ut sustainability department and we wrote a story about it i liked it a lot i thought it was an awesome story and we got this thing of mustard to <laughs> commemorate it and so i've just been carrying it around since <laughs> nice. it's so stupid around it's not yeah, I mean I just put it in my room time. somewhere. It, I, I mean people always ask about the mustard and I say it's because of a story I wrote in in college. I almost got beat up because of French's mustard one time. <laughs> I think you told that story. Yeah. It was called uh, Hold the Mustard. I came up with this game, this party game where you just hand somebody the mustard and see how long they they will hold it. And this guy held it for like 30 minutes and started looking for me. He was a military guy who really wanted to beat the Jesus out of me. And um, it, I was like, dude, it's just a joke. But yeah, he sat there and he, he held the mustard along with his beer in one hand and the French's mustard in the other hand for 28 minutes. That was my record. I was pretty proud of that. It's the little things. The little things are very important to Vile's Automotive Group. If you think that little things are integrity, well, they think it's a big thing. They think it's a monstrous thing. And that's what Vile's Automotive Group is all about. It's about integrity right there. And it's on Callahan Drive. They can do auto financing. They keep you going with the car service and repair work. And they want, they need, and they appreciate your business. And they really mean that. They're just fantastic people. Mitchell says fantastic piece of decor. 
Well, it looks kind of it looks like you're in one of those, I don't know, like a French's commercial because you're moving and you have yeah. nothing else on your shelves except for one bottle of mustard. And Harry Potter. Oh, I love Harry Potter. I have, <laughs> Some I PlayStation have two, two games. <laughs> I have two Harry Potters, the illustrated versions that just came out. My husband got those for me for Christmas. Yeah, I'm moving in Very my cool. uh uh, soon-to-be wife already has a better collection that don't look like garbage, so I'm going to be selling these or giving them to McKay's or something. Oh, the books? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, we already have a set that doesn't look like it's been attacked by a dog. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never read those books. I can't They're remember amazing. the last... It's I can't remember the, the, last, the last book that I've completed. That's kind of sad. Is that sad? I try and read at least like one a month. I try. I usually don't succeed, but I listen to books. That's all I do. Oh, I got one. I got one. I got one. Hold on. Here's the last book. Oh my gosh. This is the last it's book. A, okay. That I finished. Slash. Slash. It makes it is, a lot more sense. Um. Yeah. The subtitle is "It Seems Excessive, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen," which actually could refer to the Butch Jones days at Tennessee. Mm excessively sociopathic but that doesn't mean it didn't happen Mm. uh yeah but this is a great book a lot of people don't know that uh slash was so hooked on heroin that he thought little green men were chasing him uh when he was on rehab and uh his rehab consisted of a bottle of a a bottle of uh vodka a day but um anyway so that's the last book i've completed the last book you've completed amanda um i actually there's a whole series that I've completed. So I listen to books all the time. If I'm not on the phone, I'm, I have my AirPods in and I'm listening to books, but the current series that I'm on and I've been on for like, I just keep listening to them over and over and over again. Cause they're so good. Um, is Cormoran strike series. They're so good. It's insane. They're how good they are. Like I, I thought it was going to be, Oh, I thought for a second that you were going to say Cougar Illustrated. Yeah. On this day in sports history, brought to you by Vassie Lawn nice. and Garden. Uh, Vassie Lawn and Garden, man alive, it's worth the drive. It was disco demolition night. This is kind of a classic on July 12, 1979. And here's the actual video. So the idea was disco is terrible, right? So you take all the disco and all the BGs and all that stuff, and you put it in the middle of center field, and you explode it with fireworks. What could go wrong? Golly, what a terrible idea. So everybody <laughs> charges the field. And this is uh, some of the actual play-by-play this day in sports history brought to you by Bassie Lonegard. But not everyone loved disco. This is now officially the world's largest anti-disco rally. We took all the disco records that you brought tonight. So what you can't see if you're listening in podcast is that thousands, am I exaggerating, Ethan? Thousands of people stormed the field. And this is before the game, right? (laughs) That's what I was going to ask because I know this is a thing. but They had to postpone the game. Yeah, I knew this was a thing. I had heard about this before, but I didn't know if it was before or after. And if it was before, what were they thinking? (laughs) Disco sucks, apparently. It was between a twi-night doubleheader. Okay, so oh, I have rem- I have remembered it correctly. So it's they after? Did. It was after the first game, game, before the second game. Oh, it was a doubleheader on the second. It was a, a twi-night doubleheader. They used to do that. Sometimes they used to be like seven innings way back in the day. So, yeah. So the second game never happened. Um, but so that's not even close. Uh, the awesome countdown continues. The most important balls of the 2022 season. You had uh, Cedric yesterday. Cedric Tillman. I have a feeling I know who is coming up next. And he might have the most awesome last name in the history of man. Oh, good grief. 
Yeah, it's Turbyville, the uh, the Knoxville Catholic kicker. He's number one uh, freshman, oh. freshman guy. Uh, he's, yeah, he's I, know really his, I know his dad. <laughs> I know his dad, Josh. Check out Josh, Josh Turbyville. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 going to be Hendon Hooker. I don't need need to to tease it at this point, but I, I will let you read and 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 see what off the hook sports has to say about a uh, good old Hendon. Um, Probably later today. I got to move, so we, we get it. We're we're gonna be fighting the clock to see if it'll get in, but I think it'll be up today, and and then we'll uh, put that whole saga to, to rest. The top twenty-five countdown you can find on offthehooksports.com. Also, a column that Amanda and I worked on is on offthehooksports.com of how Tennessee got to this point in recruiting, where suddenly they're tops in the SEC and have eighteen commitments and look like they're going to start turning people away. <laughs> Um, because it just moved that fast since July the 1st, essentially, and especially over the past week. So we encourage you to check that out. Uh, Also, uh, coming up, we were going to have a comparison with uh, Chris Landry of an impact quarterback and an impact defensive end now that Tennessee has five stars of both. So we want you to check that out on offthehooksports.com. So just a ton, a ton of content. And Jacob Warren will join us as part of the Ball Report brought to you by Vassy Lawn and Garden. He's got some thoughts on the conference realignment thing and teams bouncing around and how it would affect him as a potential uh, prospect. So always a good guy to talk to. And we'll have a uh, Cooper Mays tomorrow. So we've got a lot going on on offthehooksports.com. Thank you for watching and or listening. For Amanda and Ethan, I'm Dave. This is a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. <laughs>